1: As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar That's code H E R O 10 for 10% off at hero.co.
2: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler.
3: CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. David Shepard is here, Pat Boyle's on the updates, and we are just having a grand old time talking about the Super Bowl. I would say it's been a good and focused conversation the last three hours with, of course, the usual shenanigans. Had a guy call in, uh, suggested that we should make it a rule that men don't have to pay for the first date. I, I we weren't talking about that. I I don't I don't know. I don't I don't I still don't know why that came up, but that call happened. Um the usual uh children, actual kids uh, have called the program tonight so that's always good. Get a good age range there. And uh yeah, it's just it's been a normal Tuesday here around these parts. 855-212-4227. Dave is in California. Start us off this final hour, Dave. What's up?
4: I not much. How are you doing today? Hi, Dave. I'm good. What's up? Oh, uh, I got a, uh, I did a Super Bowl thing for next year. Uh, you know, who's going to go to the Super Bowl? You okay? And I, and I picked uh Dallas at plus 1800 and uh, Buffalo at plus 900 and it casts out at 1400. I put 50 down. Well, Dave, um, I like it. It's just that that
3: seems like it'll never happen again. Those are two teams that are going to have to shake a lot of uh, weight off their shoulders. But, hey, that, that it's your money, so good luck.
4: Yeah, then I also did one on, uh, well, I got my friend up in Reno. He's going to do one for me on 2026 Super Bowl, and I got uh, Green Bay and Baltimore on that one.
3: All right, that's too far. You can't be betting on the Super Bowl two years from now.
4: Yeah, I just uh, well, I just think Green Bay is going to get there. So I just thought, you know, I'd take a chance on it and say, what the heck? What are the odds on that? Uh, I won't know until tomorrow morning when he gets back.
3: Oh uh, well, Dave, I'm going to need a report on that tomorrow. I will. Yeah, hey, I'm going to need. I'm going to. I, I didn't even know that they could do that for two years in advance. I guess you could bet on anything. You could bet on aliens to crash the Super Bowl, but I've never actually talked to anyone who bet on not just this year's Super Bowl, but the next year's, but the year after that. So, hey, again, your money, but you, I'm sure you worked hard for it, and this is how you choose to spend it, and so to to each their own.
4: Well, I did, uh, this year I picked the 49 or Kansas City Super Bowl. I didn't pick a winner. They just had to go. And I cashed out eleven hundred, so I figured, you know what, the heck, it's a, you know, I'll pocket a thousand, and I'll put fifty on this year and the following year. Oh, you you picked this so, year's Super Bowl? Yeah, I picked it back in June. I I just had a feeling Niner Kansas City Super Bowl, and uh, so I, I went and picked it. and I'm also going to have him pick the Niner Kansas City repeat next year. But uh,
3: well, I, then in that case, I I may be I may be following your bets here if. If you pick this one, I might be in on it. Okay. Hey, Dave, thanks for yeah, the advice.
4: Yeah, I'll let you know. As soon as they get back and I get it, I'll let you know what the odds are. I do want
3: to hear them. All right. Thanks, Dave. Dave. Okay, Dave, Dave's moving and shaking in this uh, big old world here. All right, CeeLo is in South Carolina. What's up, CeeLo? What's
5: going on? What's going on? How everybody doing?
3: Uh, we're all good. I'll answer for everybody. We're all good. What's up?
5: All right, all right. Um, give me a break about the um Cowboys going to Super Bowl next year, Buffalo, all that. It's too early for all them picks. We just still celebrate Kansas City. Let Kansas City still celebrate their Super Bowl um championship, and we'll talk about next year. Next year,
3: the parade is tomorrow. Are we expecting shenanigans? Are we expecting shirtless gentlemen? Are we expecting? Um, Jason Kelsey to continue to act like he's actually on the Chiefs. What are we expecting? Yeah,
5: yeah, oh yeah, he got all Eagle fans upset about that, but um, we're gonna let him celebrate with his brother. We yeah, know his hey. brother. Um,
3: hey, that those family brothers, ties, brothers, man. They are the strongest bonds.
5: Yeah, yeah, they're strong. Uh, they strong. But yeah, um, on that top ten um, quarterbacks, um, I put Patrick Mahomes at um uh, number two behind Single. Tom Brady. Uh, oh God. What what'd you say? Repeat that. I said um, the top ten quarterbacks. The list you had with the quarterbacks. Yeah, I put Patrick Mahomes. I put Patrick Mahomes at number two, just behind you know, Brady? Brady. Yeah,
3: I mean, I don't think that they have a problem with that. I, he's he's done everything that he need, he he has been a starter for six years, and the yeah. f- the, like, the the least far he's ever gotten as a starter is the AFC championship game. I don't, I don't think that like you can get all up and bothered if someone's going to put him top five, four, three, two. And if you put him one, you just got to be prepared to argue that you think he'd be a better quarterback than Brady at the same age because Brady's got a big still lead on how many titles he's won. But like what Patrick Mahomes is doing, I've, there's been games where I watch Mahomes and I've been more impressed than like games I've watched Brady.
6: Bark, can I add one thing to this? Please. CeeLo, also stay with me on this, okay? Okay. If if right now you're talking about a quarterback to the age of 28, there is no one that has come close to duplicating what Patrick Mahomes has done. With that being said, there is a quarterback that is getting completely overlooked and glossed over because the comparisons are Brady and Patrick Mahomes right now. Uh, Bart, I don't know how you feel about this, but CeeLo, he hasn't even eclipsed Joe Montana yet. If we're talking about who the best quarterback is up until the age of 28, it is Patrick Mahomes every which way you slice it. But yeah, Joe Montana...
5: Yeah, you're right. Right. Okay, good,
6: good, good, good. Because remember, Joe Montana not only won four Super Bowls, won three of their yep. Super Bowl MVPs, and by the way, at the age of 37, went to Kansas City and got them to their first AFC title game in like 25 years. Last time they went there, they won the Super Bowl, and that was the 1969 season. So we need to be objective and fair-minded about not just being recency biased and prison of the moment. I'm not saying you're doing that, but I feel like Joe Montana is getting whoa,
5: really disrespectful. Whoa. Whoa! Right whoa, now. whoa! 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 What? what? Oh, no, I'm not disrespecting Joe Montana. No, not... no! No! What no!
3: No! 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 You can't be all not be prisoner of the moment. The stuff you've been saying about Brock Purdy. What? I'm talking. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about a guy that's the, the third youngest to ever starting
6: a Super Bowl. And the reason. Yeah, they got we there all was...
2: senior stats, Okay, Shep. well,
6: Good. 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 But,
3: but you, I'm not.
6: You know, Chef Love Brock. Thank you. Shep
3: loves Brock, yeah.
6: Well, I love a guy yeah. that's a two hundred sixty second overall pick that completely, you know, revitalizes a franchise. Patrick
3: Mahomes has had the best start Brock to any quarterback it. ever, and we're pumping the brakes that he's not Joe Montana. He's not. When Brock Purdy he's not. is on the path to be Joe Montana, I've heard you say that.
6: What I, what A-B-P? I have A-B-P? said right what I, right. What I have said was when you look at Brock Purdy at the end of games. He elevates his play when most quarterbacks, especially aged age of 24, find ways to shrink. <laughs> Jordan Love throwing interceptions. Sorry, that's a cheap shot. This is, not, a, this is not about Jordan okay. Love. This is about but, Patrick Mahomes. Okay, Okay, but here's the thing we can look at three plays in that game that were not Brock Purdy's fault, that if they make that one play, they win the Super Bowl. It's a completely different narrative about Brock. Didn't I, happen. I, oh, didn't My whole happen. theme
3: tonight is about this.
6: Right. Didn't ha- Exactly. So the point being is, there is no way you can make an argument that Brock Purdy is an elite quarterback. I still believe he's great. We, we disagree on the definition of what good versus great is. That's fine. But I want to make sure that guys like Johnny Unitas and guys like Joe Montana don't get overlooked in this conversation because it's not Mahomes Brady yet. That hasn't happened yet. Yes, Mahomes is the most successful quarterback in the history of the sport up until the age of 28, but he cannot touch Tom Brady in terms of the accomplishments, and that's where we need to draw a fine line here.
3: Well, I just want to reiterate that I think it's foolish, with all due, yeah. to start to be like, let's, uh, let's, let's put a line here on on Mahomes versus Montana when some of the stuff you said, I mean, you've mentioned Hall of Fame with this kid.
6: He's on the trajectory to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, yes, that's not far. I, I, I'll, I'll say the same thing about Jared Goff. By the way, you you, you call me crazy, but there, I, but Remember this conversation. Brock Purdy will be in the Hall of Fame someday, as will Jared Goff. But with that being said, with that being said, there's a huge difference between being a Hall of Famer and then being in the upper echelon, the pantheon of greats. That's where Patrick Mahomes is. Purdy and Goff are never going to get there. I realize that. But, I, but I, this is not a knock Brock Purdy segment. This is just let's be honest about the Wait, history. Wait, do you think
3: Brock end- Purdy's is going to be in the Hall of Fame or I not?
6: I do. I do. Yes. And
3: I'm saying, first of all, I'm saying that you cannot, like, you cannot say that. That that you should be arrested. Well, I, I I watched
6: the quarterback win his first 12 <laughs> games. I've watched the quarterback win his first 12 games. <laughs> and I've watched the quarterback with all the right,
3: same – all right. yeah, yeah, you go one. to your room if you the C-Lo. parents are fighting. Okay. You too, Stu. <laughs> yeah,
7: I have a good one. You too, man. All right, all right.
3: I I
6: think it is. I think it is not far fetched to look at what a quarterback has done by year two. First of all, we, we we had, and we were all right on this, but we had LeBron James being the all-time greatest player, but when he was 16 years old on the cover Now we're comparing 40. Brock Purdy to LeBron no, but what James? I'm, no, but what I'm saying is we had this conversation Wolf. all the time about, we, talk, we talked about J.J. Redick when he was playing at Duke that he'd be in the Hall of Fame one day. We had the same conversation about Grayson Allen. I'm saying as a society, we do that. We, look, we looked at O.J. Mayo. We had the same conversation. Yeah, and
3: well, so society's usually wrong. So don't, don't be, like, this is such an, uh, this is such an, What's the word? It's uh, unforced air. You're like, this is such a, you don't just say, you don't, to say Brock Purdy's going to be in the Hall of Fame after two years is such an unforced, unnecessary thing to say. That's, that's, you want to stake, you want to stake yourself to that?
6: I look at the last two years of quarterbacks, the only legitimate quarterback you can say that is going to have a better career than Brock Purdy. Remember, this is a very Hall of Fame uh, heavy quarterback. St- no, no, you know, no, I got it. Right. I got
3: it. I got one for you.
6: CJ Stroud is o- the only quarterback you can look at in the last two years that is going to have a better career than Brock Purdy. Name me, name me someone else.
3: Shep, this is honestly ridiculous. Like, it honestly is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's not it's. I'll tell you what Brock Purdy is. I'll tell you what he is. You know what Brock Purdy is? You know what Brock Purdy is, ladies and gentlemen? World, please open your ears for this. Brock Purdy is Oasis. Okay. Brock Purdy's Oasis. Oasis comes out, some of the biggest smashes you've ever seen. And then people are comparing them to the Beatles already. Whoa, 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 because they're both British. They sound the, the, the same. And then, and then Oasis, they get in fights and then they're like never together. And we always long for those little times that they were great. And oh, it's like, oh, it's great to hear again. But if you were to said right then that OITS is going to be bigger than the Beatles, you're basing that on so little information that it's ridiculous. And there's just so many more avenues for Brock Purdy to not make the Hall of Fame than there is to make the Hall of Fame. The mere fact that anyone would even dare to think about the question, will Brock Purdy be a Hall of Famer, I think is ridiculous. The fact that you're so convinced he will be, I think that that's weird. Wait a minute,
6: wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, I'm projecting, I'm not, anything can, look, if Patrick Mahomes retired today, he's going to go down as one of the five greatest quarterbacks to ever live, no question about that. I think, I think that if Josh Allen retired today, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. I do. I really do. I think this, we talk about number two all the time, Lamar, Joe, Josh, you know, at one point it was, it was, it was, it was obviously um, hurts. to me. Josh Allen is already Hall of Famer. Now, I am projecting with C.J. Stroud. I am projecting with Jared Goff. He has to have a few more good years. I'm projecting with, obviously, Brock Purdy. But I believe he's going to end up there. Let me ask you this question, Bart. Who's had the better career, Trevor Lawrence or Brock Purdy?
3: Oh, Trevor Lawrence, is he's got Daniel Jones stats. Okay, thank
6: you. And, and we, we, well, listen, we all agree, ceiling-wise... It's obviously Trevor Lawrence. We all get that. But in terms of what they've done so far in the NFL, that's the best quarterback, by the way, from the class of 2021 is Trevor Lawrence. Outside of that, it's Justin Fields. That's number two. There is no way you can make any argument for a quarterback to come out of the 2022 draft that is anywhere close to what Brock Purdy has done. The only argument you can make in the last three years of any quarterback that is going to have a better career than Brock Purdy, that is based on what they have done, not their potential, is... C.J. Stroud. That's it. This is a very heavy quarterback Hall of Fame. So I am basing it on in the last three years of quarterbacks from the 2021, 2022, and 2023 class, Brock Purdy has already had the best career. I think it's fair to say C.J. Stroud is on a higher trajectory based on what he did with a Texans team that had like four wins the year before and takes them to a a playoff win. So that's, that's what I'm basing it on. And I think that's fair.
3: I, I don't I I think that it's insane.
6: So if Brock Purdy makes the Hall of Fame, what kind of apology am I going to get from you?
3: Uh, none. Okay.
6: None. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a, uh, a a difficult argument to make. What this. you're
3: doing is watching the Wright brothers fly their first plane and be like and be like. That's enough for me. In 50 years, we're going to be on the moon. You know what?
6: I don't have and the time. And everyone
3: else is looking around I'm like, <laughs> what is this idiot saying?
6: So I don't have the Time 100 magazine in front of me. I guarantee you if I looked up the magazine Time 100, the Wright brothers would be on it. That's the kind of influence they had on American culture and society. Oh, my God. And we're, talking, right. we're talking about an individual that, again, is one of the most successful quarterbacks ever in a quarterback's first two years.
3: You are going to write vows someday for your bride-to-be that won't have one-fifteenth the passion as you do for how you fight about Brock Purdy. I'm just, no,
6: because... because And I feel bad for her for that. He played, and if we're going to be fair about this, he actually played from quarter one to quarter four, and this time actually overtime, his best playoff game of 2024 just happened to be in the Super Bowl. Bart, he's got the goods, man. I'm not saying every throw is great. But the guy that turned it over twice in this time, it wasn't Brock Purdy. It was Patrick Mahomes. So, like, let's be objective about the way he played compared to Patrick. Patrick didn't completely outplay him. He outplayed him, but it was a lot closer than people want to give Brock credit for.
3: I'm not arguing. Like, we're not arguing the two years that he's had. You're, I'm not, I'm not going to budge you off this. And quite frankly, it's frustrating that you're this into Brock Purdy as you are. I'm not. And then, and then I look like the Purdy hater because now I'm saying not Hall of Fame. That's what you're saying. You can you yeah, can tell, I don't think I don't right. think based on what we've seen, we can even have the discussion to put Brock Purdy in the hall. Well, of I wasn't, I, I think that's ridiculous. In,
6: but in fairness, I wasn't having a Brock Purdy conversation. I know how sick and tired you are of talking about how great or good Brock Purdy is. I didn't mention yeah. his name. I was just talking about the disrespect that right now Joe Montana's getting. That that's what right, i talking about. And coming I brought from. it up because
3: right. you were comparing Mahomes and, and and you were trying to pump the brakes on Mahomes compared to Joe Montana. When you have not done that with because
6: we Because you and I watched Joe Montana when he played for the Chiefs. And we, I don't remember him in his Niners days, but I damn well remember him when he was a Chief. And I remember that guy in his late 30s being still one of the three or four best quarterbacks in the NFL. And here we are talking about a guy in six years already being better than what Joe Montana did. And I think that's disrespectful. I think it's unfair. And I think it's very biased and very much prisoner of the moment. And I think we got to be careful about that. That's all.
3: I just don't understand how you can say be careful about that. And then say these ridiculous things about Purdy. I, I, it's weird. I mean, it's like, it's like you're like, we have to stop at red lights, but we can blow through every stop well, sign. Well, well, Bart, That's kind of what well, you're well, well, Bart,
6: doing. But okay, so okay, so the, let me, so let me be clear about this. If I look at what Patrick Mahomes has done in his first six years as a starting quarterback. I believe this guy will be, ultimately, 1A or 1B in terms of greatest quarterbacks of all time. But if I just look at his career right now, you cannot tell me he holds a candle to what Montana accomplished in his 15-year career, where until Brady came along and won that fourth Super Bowl in 2015, everybody had Montana as the greatest quarterback to ever live.
3: I think you can hold a candle. I don't, Bart. Whatever, Whatever the definition is. Patrick Mahomes is no worse, no worse than top five ever. Oh, I, no, I agree. I agree with that. You get no argument. And if you want to there. put him at three, Bart, like, like I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, if we're if we're gonna have this conversation and say names like Joe Namath. And Otto Graham and Johnny
6: Unitas leave. We need to be done. First of all, no one's going to say Joe Namath. Nobody knows how they play. Nobody's going to say Joe Namath because Joe Namath, and I know it was a different era and a different time, but the guy had more interceptions than he did touchdowns. No one's going to bring him up. But you have to look at Johnny Unitas in relation to what the rest of the guy did in that era. He was a multiple-time champion. He almost single-handedly won the Colts Then why are we talking
3: about Bart Starr
6: on this list? Well, here's the problem with Barstar, and you know this. Barstar was losing, and then Vince Lombardi got there. He was losing multiple seasons. Unitas was never losing multiple seasons in his prime. Hmm, I'd have to look that up. I'm telling you. When Vin- you know this. When Vince Lombardi got there, that was a losing squad. They were not they were anything but title town at that point. And Barstar's a whole of I'm not knocking Barstar, but he's not in that conversation. Hmm. No, and listen, and I and I really mean this. No, no disrespect to you. Like I, I know how much Bart Starr means to the NFL. I know what a great guy he was. I know I know how beloved he is in Green Bay. I know how beloved he is by the NFL community. But he's not in the same conversation as Patrick Mahomes and uh, Johnny Unitas. And Unitas gets overlooked all the time. Remember, he died young, so if he was still alive, he would get talked about a lot more. He died very. He died. He died at like sixty nine years old.
3: So they had a season where they went one ten and one, and then the next year. Uh, they went seven and five.
6: Right, and that that was Bart's first year.
3: Okay, so then if if you're gonna hold that against Bart Starr, you got to hold like then Troy Aikman sucks. Uh,
6: But come on now, I mean, a really really entertaining. They were one and fifteen. No, I'm not a Troy. I'm not a big Troy Aikman guy. In fact, he got raked over the coals because of his take on Patrick Mahomes in 2019. Like no one's having. Uh, As I am
3: talking to you, you are arguing one thing (laughs) and arguing another, and your arguments contradict each other. That's what I'm saying.
6: Right. We disagree on why my argument is contrad- I think I'm being very fair minded and straight down the line in terms of where Brock Purdy is right now and where Patrick Mahomes is right now. Patrick Mahomes will ultimately be the greatest quarterback of all time. No argument there if he continues on this path. My contention is we were so quick to announce Brady as the GOAT in waiting, right? And then it took a decade for him to win another Super Bowl. These things aren't easy. So we're, all, all, we're putting Patrick Mahomes in that stratosphere right now because we think and assume he's going to do that. I think it's I think it's a tall order, being the greatest of all time, compared to Brock Purdy, which is make the Hall of Fame, which you can do if you're Patrick Willis. Not exactly the biggest accomplishment in the world these days.
3: All right. Um, with that, I will get to the break that is scheduled at this moment. And uh, I'm going to go into the bathroom and throw up.
2: i got to go screen some calls. Excuse me.
3: 855-212-4227, CBS Sports Radio.
2: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show, heard nighttime and nationwide Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio.
3: You know, I wonder if the average, let's say football fan, let's say sports fan, is interested in watching the parade. Are you interested in watching the parade? The Chiefs parade is tomorrow. I know that Niners fans won't watch it. Uh, Chiefs fans... Absolutely, we'll watch it. But does the casual fan? Do you want to see the parade? Do you want to see? Is anyone gonna say anything funny? Is any other people gonna be drunk? Like, do we like to watch the parades, or is that kind of reserved for our own team? And if there's something that's funny and newsworthy, we'll we'll catch it later. Uh, obviously, with working these hours, I'm at home during the day, um, so I, I, c- I could turn it on. And we'll see. We'll see where the day takes me if I turn it on or not. Watch on the NFL network or uh, what have you. I just, it's interesting. It's a big deal. A lot of people go to this thing. Uh, You know, parades, parades never get old when you're celebrating a champion. So we'll see kind of what happens with that uh, parade tomorrow. 855-212-4227. We're going to go back to the phones and talk to David. What's up, David? Compelling as always, David. What's up? David, D-A-V-I-D. No. That's a shame. Uh, Mason's in San Diego. Hey, Mason.
8: What's up, Bart? How you doing, brother? What's up? Nothing. Hey, man, just real quick. I'm a truck driver. I was over the road for like a year. I got off the road in December. So I was always listening to sports talk. Hey, man, uh, some I like, some I don't. But I would tell you this, man, whenever you would come on the air, like you would maybe sub for somebody, I used to be like, oh, thank God. (laughs) So I would drive longer. I love your approach, uh, the way you come at sports, and your humor is awesome, brother, for real. So thank you.
3: Well, Mason's working his way into a promo. Well done, Mason.
8: (claps) Okay. (laughs) all right. Now, hey, I met met that. And by the way, uh, I've driven through Wisconsin. Man, that's a beautiful piece of country up there. Oh yeah, what routes do you take?
3: What cities you're going through?
8: I went through uh, Green Bay. I got a chance to drive by uh, and see uh, where the Packers play, which I thought was cool. And then I've driven through some other parts of Wisconsin, and I can't even name them for you right now, actually, to tell you the truth, man. I was going everywhere. I was just trying to get in, get out. (laughs) But up in Wisconsin, I did love that area. And And everybody's so nice up there.
3: Well, we sure are. We sure are. The thing about uh, you said you drove around Green Bay and you saw Lambo. If people are ever some for some reason in Green Bay, and you're like, "Where can I drive and just see Lambo?" The answer is literally anywhere in Green Bay. You can pretty much.
9: You can pretty much <laughs> yeah. see
8: Lambo. Oh, there's hey, what's, all, what's that giant the G dr- in the sky?
3: Oh, it's Lambo.
8: Yeah, all the truck stops, too, had all the the Packers gear and stuff like that, like like mugs and stuff like that. I bought a cool mug for my sister-in-law because she's a Packers fan.
5: I was like, yeah, baby girl, this came straight from, from the place.
8: <laughs> so she she loved it. It was cool.
3: Well, I like that. All right, Mason. Well, thanks, man.
8: Yeah, right on, Bart. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, and for the record, hey, when I came back home, I was like, oh, okay, I'm probably going to not listen to too much, too much sports talk. But... When I found out you had a, your own spot, uh, hello, I'm still listening to you, so there you go. Well, I appreciate that,
3: Mason. It was really nice for you to call and, and say that kind of stuff. It's, uh, I appreciate it. Thank you.
8: All right, cool. Right on, Bart. All right, stay up.
3: All right, that's Mason. What a guy. My new favorite caller.
7: Second only to
3: Tony in Texas.
7: Tony? Hey, Bart. Hey. I was looking at what teams got the most draft capital next year and who can make the playoffs. Here's the top four. Your Green Bay Packers are number five. You got the Cardinals, the commanders, the bears, the giants out of those four. Who do you see making the playoffs or even have a shot?
3: So those teams have the most draft capital. Yep. Uh, The bears. With fields or
7: are they, are they,
3: I don't know. The bears are going to screw this up. And com- continue the cycle of winning six games, or they're gonna they're gonna hit on something and they're gonna figure it out and be good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that happening. I just I can I, and, I, can, and, and I, can... I don't think like Bears fans like Bears fans. And I know we're talking to many right now, but I just I don't I don't know what level of confidence they have that this is gonna work out for them. It's just so tough because there are so many variables. That could happen. We're projecting on Caleb quite a bit. I think when you watch Mahomes, you realize, oh man, you need a top quarterback to win in this league. Even like Josh Allen's not getting it done. Joe Burrow got there, not getting it done. Um, we know Rogers didn't get it done for 15 years. You know, it's like Brady and Mahomes. So they're going to try to find their guy. And maybe, maybe. it's not Caleb Williams, but because you can build a really nice team around fields who I still think is going to go somewhere else and succeed. I just, he might've been broken by Chicago. So I don't know. There there's, there's more universes than not that the bears get this right. I just don't know which one we live in.
7: You know, I could see that happening and Ryan Poles is going to want to get his own guy though. So I, you know, I don't know which way they go. Maybe they'll keep fields, but you know what, just for competitive sake, I'd love to see the bears, lions, Packers, all good. And that would be fun. So uh, you've been talking about Montana and Brock Purdy. Okay, so I saw Montana in his prime. And I got to put Montana three behind Mahomes and Brady. Here's my reason why, Bart. Uh, Montana played it before free agency. Those teams were stacked, man. You got arguably the best receiver ever in Jerry Rice. They had Roger, Craig, John Taylor, Dwight Clark, a great offensive line, a great defense. They were stacked. Mahomes, this lineup, this team was not good. They weren't even that great.
3: Well, yeah, and if you look at their receivers, I mean, I know people like Rasheed Rice, but he's not, I don't know, (laughs) he's a number one. They got Travis Kelsey, of course, so that makes a little bit of a difference, but the guy in clutch situations, he threw a touchdown to Marquez Valdes-Scantling, who literally had to, I remember being taught how to catch a football where you would make a diamond with your fingers and then let the ball come in. That's what MVS did. And then the game-winning touchdown goes to a guy who was fanboying Rodgers on the Jets earlier this year. It's like, this isn't Jerry Rice and John Taylor, man. This, no. this, isn't, this, is, this is Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and McCole Hardman.
7: Yeah, and then Shep, has got to, he's got to tap the brakes on Brock Purdy. I, I, he's a nice quarterback. He's a good player. It's a good story. But to put him in the Hall of Fame, Bart, I'm a pretty good radio caller. I'm not Howard Stern. I'm not, I'm not Colin Coward. You know, hey, come sure.
3: on. Yeah. I okay. I think you are a good radio caller. It's just always interesting when you say it yourself. <laughs>
7: <Thanks>. <laughs> hey, I got a little Aaron Rodgers in me, Bart. All right. Have a yeah. great
3: night. All right. Tony in Texas. Um, let's try to go back to David. David, take two.
9: Yeah. Hey, Bart, uh You know what? You guys, you guys have got quarterback charm. Brock pretty. Now, OP. Okay. If Brock Purdy is in the playoffs next year, even if he get beat, you can put Brock Purdy in the conversation with Patrick Mahomes, but Patrick Mahomes cannot be, uh, he can't be looked at like them old-time quarterbacks, man, because, I mean, look at a Willie McGinnis. Look at the Raiders back in the day when Madden were there. Look at the uh look at football when Reed was in Philadelphia and he went up against Madden. Look at the uh Rams that Patrick Holmes cannot be considered a good quarterback yet. I mean, he's nice, he's winning, but he 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 isn't going up against boys like back in the days. In uh, at Brock Purdy, is in the Super Bowl next year. He is in the same conversation with only Pat Mahomes. None of the quarterbacks, only Mahomes. are pretty there next year. And I'm saying he's going to be there.
3: I think, David, uh, what's interesting about the last two calls, and nobody's wrong, and this is always the problem with comparing eras, is – there used to be a time where you did not have free agency. And so when you were a good team and you drafted good, like think of Bill Russell's Celtics and think of, you know, any dynasty, the Steelers in the seventies and the Niners for a while in the eighties, like the way to improve your team was drafting or trading. And once you had a team that was dominant, you know, they stuck together because you couldn't really, you couldn't really go anywhere. Um, So you did have that. So that's a big part of the argument, but by the same token, The defenses, maybe you could argue that the defenses uh, were tougher to go against back then. I mean, you could certainly argue that as well. And now we're in a era where the rules are tailored more to opening up the offense, where guys are going to throw for four thousand yards. I always think it's funny. I had the, I remember it was a deck of cards, not a deck of cards, but a a set of cards, like tops, nineteen ninety five or ninety six, maybe football, and they had a special um, insert for. 1,000-yard clubs. They actually did this for a while. I think the 80s, the packs were in it, but those were always cool because they were a little different, and, you know, you could collect them, and that's how you knew who the good receivers were and the good running backs, the 1,000-yard receivers. And I think that still holds up a little bit because of how many, um, you know, guys run the football per team and how many different options there might be at receivers. So I think a 1,000 is still pretty good um, for that. But I bring that up because quarterbacks, okay, quarterbacks were 3,000 yards. 3,000 yards. And it was like, oh, my God, can you believe that guy threw for 3,000 yards? You know how many quarterbacks threw for 3,000 yards this year? Tua, Goff, Dak, Allen, Purdy. Mahomes, Love, Stroud, Baker, Trevor. 10? Matt Stafford, Howell, Carr, Hertz, Lamar. Gino, Minshew, Herbert, Russell, Wilson, 19. And Bryce Young at 28.77. And Desmond Ritter at 28.36. And uh, Justin Fields at 25.62. Josh Dobbs and Kirk Cousins both at 2,400. So it's just like that part of it has changed for sure. It is always hard to debate eras. Uh, I wish there was some way we just knew. Maybe a Bartometer can fire up on Thursday. That always seems to do the trick. But we'll see.
2: It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio.
3: Intergalactic,
9: planetary, planetary, intergalactic.
8: Hey, Mason. I'm a truck driver. I was over the road for like a year. I got off the road in December. So, I was always listening to sports talk. Whenever you would come on the air, like you would maybe sub for somebody. I used to be like, oh, thank God. (laughs) So I would drive longer. I love your approach, uh, the way you come at sports, and your humor is awesome, brother, for real. So
2: thank you. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS.
3: It's always nice catching up with family. 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. A few more minutes with you tonight. We're back tomorrow, of course. Amy Lawrence will be here in about 10, 15 minutes to get you through the next few hours of your overnight. Mark is in California. Let's talk to Mark. Hey, Mark.
10: Oh, hey, Bart. Thanks for taking my call. Love the show. Thanks, Mark. What's up? Oh, you know, I'm still um, in a, a, uh, not a drunken stupor, but... um, a devastated stupor over. I'm i I'm a lifetime Niner, Niner fan. Uh, live, uh, born and raised in San Francisco. Um, I uh, have never seen so many people walking around San Francisco afterwards It looked like a a, a, a zombie apocalypse. Uh, it, it was it was sad. Um, the thing I, I wanted to I talked to you one thing about about the uh, mm-hmm. overtime coin toss thing, but I wanted to also say that 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 what what I think. I like Kyle Shanahan. I think that um, he will never win a Super Bowl. I hate to say this. Uh, I think he he could take him there again in maybe three or four years because that's how hard it is to get there. I lot, Niner fans think they're going to be there every year, and it's just not going to happen. Um, the, 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 the reason I don't think he's a great coach, the difference between a great coach and a good coach like him or Marv Levy, uh, Levy, whatever his name was, is – he can't. He can't make the quick, quick adjustments. When they, when, when, when the second half came around, he should have been had Jennings, Mitchell, and and Ucheck in the game more. Debo was hurt. Kittle, I think his foot was messed
3: rough game up. from Kittle. Yeah.
10: Yeah. Okay. So so Kittle had two two catches for four yards. I mean, come on um they they were du- all they had to do was double team Ayuk which is what they were doing Debo's not doing anything Kittle's not doing anything you have those three guys i just mentioned were starving for the ball and they're all very good and i and when well, and so, i saw so, hey so,
3: Martin, not to to cut you off here um not to cut you off even though that is my intention um that's okay <laughs> i saw a lot of people niners fans uh mad at Kyle Shanahan for not running as much. I mean, they ran thirty-one times. Some of that was Brock Purdy, but you let Brock Purdy throw it 38 times, fine. Juwan Jennings another thirty-nine. Christian McCaffrey twenty-two carries. I really thought that and his yards per carry is only three point six. I thought that was something you needed to continue to just grind at. Maybe it wasn't in the game script, whatever, but I think I did see a lot of those complaints.
10: But but I, I, I agree you I, I wanted to see McCaffrey Bulldoze through, but you got to open it up. My point is, regardless of what, whatever they did, he did or didn't do, you he doesn't he, he stays with his game plan. He's too conservative. He's too predictable. When Bill Walsh was was coach, he was like, "Oh, you're going to do that? Well, then I'm going to do this." And he quit on a dime, changed everything up, and he won every time. The other thing about that, Bill Walsh, when he was when he was the coach. This is how tough Eddie DiBartolo, the owner, was. He threatened to fire Bill Walsh before the fourth Super Bowl. He was going to fire him, but Bill Walsh quit after the fourth Super Bowl victory. He's like, I've had it with this. If 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 Eddie DiBartolo was in charge, Shanahan would have been gone four years ago. And don't get me wrong, I like Shanahan. He's respected by the coaches. I mean, by the by the team and the owners. But he's just he's not. They could have been had thirty-five to three after halftime, and he still would have lost the game. With he would have gone into <laughs> his conservative mode, and they still would have lost. I'm sorry, it's true. The other thing, last but not least, is the coin toss. Okay, the the archaic coin toss. I don't understand in 2024 why we have a coin toss. It's why not have the top seed, top dog of either division, whoever has the highest amount of wins going into the Super Bowl gets their choice. We this is a big game. Billions of dollars are invested in Yeah, the Super Bowl. so then Can the, the Niners had do tw- I don't
3: I don't I don't know it's too, they're not in the same conference. They're not playing the same schedule. I don't I don't know.
10: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I I just to me I, I and then he obviously, you know, he
3: and when he says But they won maybe, the coin toss anyway. So in overtime, they won the coin toss. They picked what they wanted. Right. And and, and he blew it again because
10: I don't think I don't, he made the excuse about the defense. I don't think that's what it was. He didn't know in the old days before they changed a year and a half ago or whatever it was two years ago, his thinking was right, but he obviously didn't know. He didn't think it through. They, and before they changed the rule, he made he would have made the right decision. and, And even to be fair, There's no guarantee that even if he had done it correctly, which would have been, you know, uh, 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 doing it the other way around, there's no guarantee the Niners would have won, but I think it would have been a 70% chance instead of a 20% chance.
3: Well, yeah, and that's the thing, Mark. Thanks for the call. You know, we'll never know. They talked today, Shanahan and John Lynch. Um, This is from ESPN.com. After multiple Niners said after the game they were not aware of the overtime setup, Shanahan said Tuesday, that would be uh, whatever day this is, that he did lay out a plan with his staff before the playoffs began. So he laid out a plan with his staff before the playoffs. He said he instructed his assistant coaches to let the team know before the overtime period started, but did not feel the need to discuss that plan with his team before that point. We were told everyone, we told everyone as we were waiting for the coin toss to review everyone to make sure they're ready before they go out. So we asked position coaches to do that. I didn't cover it in a meeting during the Super Bowl week. I don't think that changes anything. I think that, you know, some coaches might look at that because this is even something that maybe you bring up at halftime. Like, all right, if this goes to overtime, we do this, and then this is our plan, and you could talk about it there. That's I mean, you you had 45 minutes. It was a 35-minute halftime. You had a long time. But then there's some coaches that are going to be like, well, we had a lead, and if I'm starting to talk to my guys about halftime that or about overtime, that sends a message that I don't believe in them. No, it sends a message you're prepared. You gotta you gotta be prepared. Okay? You gotta be prepared. I buy rock salt because I'm prepared for my driveway, even if I don't think it's gonna snow anymore that winter. It got it just it doesn't it just does just gotta be prepared. And it did not seem like they were as prepared, and the Chiefs maybe had a leg up. Because, you know, you look at that win against Buffalo those years ago, that changed that, got got the rule changed. And so they've been acutely aware of this. When the Niners had to see it kind of uh, happen in front of their face. So uh, wild stuff. We'll talk much more about the fallout tomorrow. Want to get into where these teams go next, what the road back for them is among the other teams, so we can get into that on Wednesday's show. Amy Lawrence up next. Thanks to Chef. Thanks to Pat Boyle. Thanks to you.
1: as we turn the corner into the new year a lot of people are looking to get healthier that includes hero bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at hero.co. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at hero.co.